Hi guys, welcome back to Coffee with Danny. I know, you hate me, I'm sorry it's been so long, but guess what, I'm back! And the podcast's officially one year old, can you believe it? Massive thank you to everyone that supported the show so far. Obviously, you know, I support you, I love you, thank you guys so much. I'm so excited because, you know, as things have changed, it's been a year now, I'm going to be taking the show in a little bit of a different direction that's good I did mention previously I wanted to do more real life things the first thing I want to tell you about is a live recording that I'll be holding on June 28th I'll be holding a free live recording at Clerkenwell Grind in collaboration with Drinky App so tickets how do you get tickets if you head over to the description of this podcast if you're listening via iTunes you can just press read more I will have the link hyperlinked there so you can go and access your free ticket If you are listening to the show elsewhere, you can head over to my Instagram, it's at missionworldy, or you can go to the podcast Instagram, at coffeewithdanny, where you'll also be able to access your ticket. As I said, the tickets are free, and it's in collaboration with Drinky, therefore you can download the Drinky app and use code coffeewdanny, coffeewithdanny, (laughs) and you can get a free drink on the evening. I'm so excited to see as many of you guys there as possible. Second thing, we have an election pending. You knew I was going to say it, it has to be said. You guys, this is one of the most crucial elections we're going to have of our age, of our time. This is one of the only elections where people can genuinely hand on heart. I will be like, no, you're wrong. If anyone says to me, there's no point in voting, they're both saying the same thing. I literally am going to slap you upside your head. It's so polarising. Please, please can I urge you to make an informed decision and turn out and vote next week. It's so important that we pull together in this time. I'm so excited for a bit of change in this country and I'm hoping it's going to be the right one that's going to come. That's enough for me for now. And now let's get into the interview. Hi guys and welcome back to Coffee with Danny. So today I'm sitting down with Elise. Say hi. Hi everyone. I'm sure most of you probably follow her on Instagram and if you don't, you probably saw that infamous <laughs> post of Instagram shared of her. Do you know you came up as a sponsored post on my feed? Yes. I was like, yes. holy shit. It to me. <laughs> <laughs> I bet your friends are gassing you up. Like, it's just bananas. I, don't, I'm, I still can't believe it. This but week's been insane. It's like, I reached out to you last week and then like, yeah. this shit is just all <laughs> So, if you guys don't know, Elise is the founder of Produced by Girls and also the founder of Sag Girls Club. So, I'm not going to say too much because I really want you to like introduce the concept and like tell people about it. So, firstly, welcome <laughs> to the show. We always start off with like backgrounds. I think, I don't know, we're all kind of a product of our environment and our past experiences. So, did you go to university or mm-hmm. college obviously here? Did you study? Yes, I studied at Buffalo State University up north um New York up up north in New York it's near like Canada it's a very very really s- north it's, it's the second biggest city in um New York State okay but it's also like the most boring place to be which is why I went out there to study so I can just focus and like block everything out and what did you study there I studied film and media production okay cool so this is all like it's all <laughs> linking in also what kind of like jobs have you had you know like everyone's had the shit jobs like yeah. what was your very first job my very first job was at it was at a sneaker store it actually wasn't that bad because okay. I was an, an OD like tomboy so I love sneakers and yeah. I landed this job when I was like 16 years old working in a sneaker store and so just like a like, dream job for a sneakerhead yeah but it was making basically pennies and I would spend all of my money on sneakers so yeah <laughs> it wasn't really <laughs> worth it and what like kind of jobs have you done since I don't know like any like creative roles or have you just literally made your own things happen I I would say like my most 
media-ish job would be. I used to work for ABC. Okay. I worked on this show called Criminal Minds, but it was more in the it was in the wardrobe department. Hold on, <laughs> this show called Criminal Minds. We all know what Criminal Minds. Some is. people you just downplayed that so much. Like, oh yeah, it's like this like small network show. You might have heard of it. Are you kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> See what's on Criminal Minds. That's it's fucking sick. <laughs> <laughs> and how long were you working with them on that? I worked with them for a season and a half. Awesome. Um, season 11 and 12, I believe it was. Okay. It was, it was a lot of fun. Do you feel like you, like, I don't know, took a lot away from that experience that's kind of, like, helped you? Mm, not really. <laughs> I mainly wanted I to be it. in the editing department. So okay. I was kind of, like, you know, f- trying to, like, stay around until the position opened up. But at the end, I just decided to create my own thing and not wait around for a position. I, yeah, I completely <laughs> get you. I want to, like, know, the, like, the whole steps. Like, what happened between, like being ABC to like where you are today like yeah. take us through the journey <laughs> I remember it was around the time where there were a lot of young female artists that were emerging on their own it was like Kali Uchi and Sid from the internet and they had like these fucking love Sid amazing like bomb but they would ha- they would be interviewed and their interviews were trash like they would ask ask them questions like oh who's like your male crush Monday or what's your makeup routine or just like this stuff more that was yeah that? It, exactly it was there was not a, it was nothing in depth and I just didn't really see anything out there for like girls to like really express themselves as artists yeah so I wanted to create a platform that allowed girls to express themselves as artists so before I quit ABC I was I told myself I'm going to save up but this amount of money and I'm just gonna, I'm going to quit and I'm going to just freelance and work with female artists and that's exactly what I did I saved up a little bit and I was just like so this cool. is what I'm going to do and I reached out to um the first artist that I met, her name is Lucy Ford, Jasmine Lucy Ford, and she was a painter who lived in LA, had a really huge following, but she had this amazing story. She's like, I got, I never got into art school. Like my, the guy, the woman who I applied to told me my art was not art and I would never make it. I'm rolling my eyes, by the way. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) They said, and she she said she was super depressed and going through so many things, but on the surface, you couldn't see that because she had this huge following, her life looked perfect, she lived in LA, so I just wanted to tell her story through like documentary films and that's when Produced by Girls was born. Okay, <laughs> awesome. So that's kind of led us into a good place. I really wanted to discuss your recent film. And I sent this to all my friends. Like, Conversation <laughs> with Friends Aww. is fucking sick. Like, by the way, guys, I'm going to be linking everything in the description so you can, like, go and find the links. And obviously, we'll plug social tags and stuff. But honestly, personally, I feel like I've had a pretty good ride. Like, I haven't really suffered with mental health that intensely. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. I feel like I have a good understanding of it. But I don't know. My family's Caribbean, you know. But the thing is with, like, I don't know. It's a lot of, like, black families, even if you're not Caribbean, like, African as well. Our families kind of struggle to understand mental health. And I was like, this is sick. Like, you could put <laughs> this in front of anyone's parents, anyone's grandparents, and they'd be like, okay, I get it you know but the way you just broke it down and kind of like I don't know for me it wasn't really like really hard hitting and it's like oh my god my life shit do you know what I mean it was just realistic like what actual people with depression are going through like from the outside it looks fine everything Mm -hmm. else is carrying on but you obviously have these internal battles so how did you like come up with the concept like what was like your thought process (laughs) when you were like I'm just gonna fucking put this up you know what? It wasn't even, it didn't start off as anything. I was up north visiting my brother for Thanksgiving. He had just gotten this new job 
And he was spending Thanksgiving alone, so I said, okay, I'll just like grab some food from Sylvia's. It's yeah. so food spot of town. And I'll meet, meet up with you. We could just spend Thanksgiving together. So That's it was nice. so boring. I like brought my hard drive and my MacBook, and I just went through all the footage that I had captured throughout the past year. Yeah. And like when I'm alone, that's when I get into my head and get into all my, my thoughts. And I just started thinking about like my depression, but I was looking at all this footage of everything that was so like dope that happened throughout the year. And I still felt like it was I'm like fake. Sad. Yeah, I'm still sad. Like I should create something with this footage, but intertwine it with what's really going on in my life. So it's the highs and the lows of my life, which is basically what depression is, the highs and the lows. Exactly. So I created this film literally in a few hours. I think wow. I, I shot the beginning scene, like the opening shot myself in like five minutes. And then I just, <laughs> I just, I don't know. I just put it together and I showed my father the trailer a yeah. couple days after. And he was like, this is going to be phenomenal. I don't, I don't even want to watch it yet. I want to wait until it's complete. And I, this is going to be, this is going to be it. So I had his blessing. <laughs> yeah, no, it was amazing. And like, I don't know. It's so nice. I love like seeing other people's friendship groups and like <laughs> how people interact as friends. And I loved how you saw how each of your friends brought different things to your lives. You know what I mean? Right. Like I know that people bring different things out in people, but it was so nice to actually have that captured on film. And it's <laughs> such an art. Like it's such an art. Honestly, I Thank absolutely so loved much. it. No, you're welcome. How did you like come up with the concept from going from like produced by girls to SAG Girls Club? Like what was the kind of like journey with that as well? Yeah, so produced by girls is definitely my my platform for female creators who want either a platform to display their work or they want to build a team with other women and create things together. Okay. Um, SAG Girls Club was created after the film was released and I had a ton of girls just in my inbox saying that they found like a sense of community in what I was going through and they wanted mentorship or they had just questions about mental health. It, was, it wasn't like I promoted the film at all because I was no. so nervous to release it. And all these girls were reaching out to me from even different countries. The first girl to reach out to me was actually from London and she was about hey. 14 years old. <laughs> <laughs> and then it was a girl from Paris and then it was another girl from the Caribbean. And then it was like DC, New York, and it just spread like wildfire. So I wanted to create something for these girls and I wanted to do it like in real life because I, so love, I cool. love talking to, to girls in need or girl female creatives in general yeah it's so nice and you guys are going to do like an east coast tour this summer absolutely so DC <laughs> and I'm sure other cities and towns are going to be announced but that's so cool it's I don't know it's so inspiring to see someone actually creating a platform for something like this and not looking for personal gain like I'm not throwing shade at anyone but there are loads of things like this, but this feels so genuine. And for something that's so close to home and so personal, it's um, it's really refreshing to see something like that. And I think it's fucking sick. Thank so you. <laughs> <laughs> Next thing I really want to ask you is for anyone that's looking to like make their own creative pathway, essentially, what kind of advice would you give to them? Because I, I don't know. I think you've done a sick job anyway. So, <laughs> Thank you. Know. you. Um, <laughs> very much a work in progress but i would definitely suggest do what feels right like listen to your intuition one two stick to your stick to your plan stick to your game plan it's going to be so hard and so tempting to change as people's as people shift as trends yeah. shift and it's it's it feels like you might be a little bit behind but if it feels right and that your game plan is like unbreakable you're good just stick to it 
I remember when I thought Pretty Spy Girls was like never going to be anything. People were saying like, why would you just work with female artists? Like that's never going to pop off yeah. or that's so sexist or whatever they All have to shit. say. But <laughs> I was just like, I, I don't care. I, I'm doing what I feel is right and what I want to do and something I'm passionate about. And if you're passionate about it, you're going to keep it going. So keep Preach. it going, boo. <laughs> <laughs> what is the one piece of advice you would have given to yourself like when you first started? I would have just believed in myself more I like yeah. gave up a lot of times when I tried to be a vide videographer and just kind of settle for being like I don't know, just for not even pushing myself I would say but just, yeah I wish I would have had more confidence back in the day it's a good one <laughs> okay now we're gonna have some fun so <laughs> we're gonna have the quick round section of the show so if anyone hasn't listened to the show before this is where I ask like some funny questions because we want to learn more about you and not just all seriousness so first question if you could invite three people for dinner that are dead or alive, who would you invite? Three people for dinner would be... I know this question. Larry it's David. Hard. Oh, okay. Dev Hines. And... It's pretty hard. I know, I'm trying to get someone good. Let me see. Maybe I'll probably do like Oprah. You know what? <laughs> Everyone says Oprah and I'm so with it. I'm like, I would love to eat dinner <laughs> with you and just pick your brain. Yeah. <laughs> That's such a good one. Larry David can just comment on everything. Oh I'll God, yeah. Good. Just that commentary. <laughs> exactly. you just keep it going. What was your dream job as a child? My dream job was to be, I wanted to be a model. I wanted to be a supermodel. Okay. <laughs> Were you watching American's Next Top Model yes, or something? Obviously. Yes, <laughs> Grew up living on Tyra <laughs> like that. <laughs> oh my God. If you were a fictional character, who do you think you'd be and why? I was a fictional character. It's so like one of the girls said that she would be Nemo from Finding Nemo. Cause really? she's just like on this journey and you just don't know what's gonna happen, you know? just swimming I was like okay that's deep <laughs> shit kind of that really deep, deep. <laughs> I would be I don't know so like let me see let me think of a good one I'll be okay I'll be Dora the Explorer yes she, was, she wasn't she was shook she just did whatever she's she independent she was young like ready she was able to move around on her own yeah she <laughs> was ready for anything if you knew the world was going to end tomorrow you have an unlimited budget but you can't tell anyone, what would you do with your last 24 hours? Heavy. I would definitely, no, I wouldn't waste that much time traveling. Let me think about it. <laughs> yeah, everyone okay, always I thinks that and they're like, mm. Yeah, I would go, I would probably go to London because London's not that far. No, it's not. I would eat whatever I wanted. I'm very yep. low key. Like I just want to see good architecture and just explore yeah and be around people who i can just like spend the money with yeah exactly <laughs> that sounds good to me <laughs> <laughs> have you been to london before i've never been you gotta come but i've always wanted to you've to got there. to come and finally do you have any like books or podcasts or websites that you look to for like inspiration you know when you have one of those days and you just can't produce yeah <laughs> i i just read this book it's like it's a very silly book but it's about like what I took, took from it, it's about this girl's depression and her dealing with her the death of like her mom at a young age. Okay. And it's called literally "Show Me a Healthy Person." It was just released. 
Um, it's just like 23 years old, but it's it's full of it's just it reads like a Twitter feed. Oh, I like that. But it's a hilarious novel, and I'll show you a piece of it. Yeah, <laughs> I want to see. That sounds so and it's good. good like, and it's it's just like funny stuff, random things, and then just random thoughts mixed in with like her speaking to her mom during her last days before she died of cancer, and it's very like deep and inspirational for her to be like so young but so like silly and open at the same time. Yeah. I like the fact that it sounds like a Twitter feed. <laughs> I'm just like, <laughs> yeah, so. <laughs> it's really good. And that's everything. You've been such a bomb guest, honestly. <laughs> I'm so excited for this conversation. Like, all week, I'm like, yes, yes, <laughs> yes. So, quickly, let me just plug all your social media. So, obviously, if you want to follow Elise, it's Elise.box. Twitter, Instagram, same kind of thing. My Twitter is Elise underscore underscore box. Okay. Not by choice. Someone said my. Okay. Underscore, underscore. But also, you should go and follow for, like Produced by Girls, which is the same handle, and then Sad Girls Club, but it's got PBG at the end. Yes. And obviously, look out for the tours. If you're in the States, you know, go and hang out. And if you're in the UK, you know, fingers crossed, it's going to yes. be coming over. But thank you so much. Honestly, <laughs> I really appreciate it. And I hope you guys enjoy this interview. Don't forget to hit your girl up. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Welcome. I know, how inspiring was that interview? Thank you so, so much once again to Elise for joining me and recording with me. She's such a babe and I can't wait to see her in London. Get your butt here soon, Elise, otherwise I'm going to kill you. No, I'm only joking. But <laughs> a massive thank you again to Elise and to you guys again for listening to the show. I appreciate you guys so, so much. So <laughs> don't forget to subscribe to the show if you're not already subscribed. And can I please, please, please beg you guys to leave a cheeky review over on the podcast app on iTunes. We need reviews. We need subscriptions for me to keep the show going because I need advertisers, guys. We need to be making some revenue through this, you know. So give a girl a little bit of a hand. Leave a cheeky review and we can keep the show going for as long as possible but once again thank you again for all your love and support and i hope to see you all very very soon bye guys watch your schedule thursday sound cool something super casual yeah yeah go for a coffee take you for a drink let's go for a meal what do you think? Take you for a coffee, baby. Let's go for a drink. Let's go for a meal. Tell me what you think. Tell me what you think.